0: is going to be a creepypasta. It's called My Neighbor's Dog Has a Zipper. And it is written by Christopher Maxim. So let's get into it. At first, I didn't think anything of it. See, my neighbor would stop to chat with me, leash in hand, and I would catch a glimpse of the metal slider dangling from its belly. I assume it was wearing a piece of pet clothing or that perhaps It was a byproduct of some awkward veterinarian procedure. But the more we chatted, and the more I saw the mystery zipper, the more I realized it was out of the ordinary, clearly embedded in the dog's skin. It drew my attention every time we engaged in small talk, until finally one day, I decided to ask about it. Say, what is the zipper for on the little guy's belly anyway? Oh, that? It's a long story. I wouldn't want to bore you with it. I've got nothing but time. I wondered if she could see the beads of sweat forming above my brow. Really, it's nothing. Just a safety measure. And that was it. She pretty much laughed it off, granting me a little in the way of an explanation. Thinking back, her responses were downright vague, and deflective. She could see how curious I was. So why not just tell me? And what exactly did she mean by safety measure? As unfruitful as our conversation was, I didn't press the matter any further. Days, weeks, months went by. I would occasionally see the dog's strange cosmetic feature, but I brushed it off every time. Knowing it would only haunt me if I dwell on it. Still, the thought itched in the back of my mind. It wasn't until a few months had passed that I finally had the nerve to scratch it. I was pulling up weeds along my fence when I looked over at my neighbor's place. Noticing the dog lying in the back porch, a stray cat wandered by. As often happened in our neighborhood, without as much as a warning growl or malicious stance. The dog trotted over to the cat, scarfed it down, the sound of sharp teeth colliding with bone, the cat screeched in agony until it was no more, in a minute flat. It ate the entire body was devoured. I was in shock. The cat's cries alerted my neighbor to the situation. She raced outside, grabbed the dog by the collar, pulled him into the house. Through the sliding door, it was tough to make out, but I swear she had him, reached inside, seemingly adjusted some one of his organs, He didn't finch, not even a bit. After pulling her arm out, the dog dropped on the floor, dead as a doormeal. From the looks of it, she then carried him outside, placed him back on the porch, arranging him in a sleeping position before getting in her car and leaving for the day. The five-minute span of visual information was like anything I ever witnessed. Words like gruesome, strange, and horrific are too tame to describe what I saw, I was appalled beyond measure. After the shop wore off, I hopped the fence, approached the dog's carcass. I felt its neck cold to the touch, no pulse. I looked to its underside, and there it was, the god-forsaken zipper, in all of its mysterious glory. I felt kind of bad for the dog dying, but I had to know. What the damn thing was there for. I needed an explanation, not only for the dog, but for my neighbor's odd behavior just moments ago. I slowly unzipped the dog's belly and my curiosity with satisfying sound of metal sliding across metal. I spread each side of the opening with my hands and peered in, divulging the animal's inner workings. What I saw was absolutely dumbfounding. My neighbor's dog was animatronic. It was wiring, gears, and a tank where its stomach should have been. The whole nine yards. It didn't make any sense. But there it was, staring, up at, staring back at me, behind the zipper. After scurrying back home in shock, I decided that my best course of action would be called animal control. I could tell them that my neighbor's dog trespassed on my lawn and was attacking the neighborhood cats. They would show up, examine the robotic carcass, and then go from there. I knew that wasn't a protocol for this sort of thing, but I assumed they could take care of things and contact the appropriate people, whether it be the police, the government, the National Enquirer. As long as this weird predicament was taken care of, I could sleep easy, knowing that my neighbor's strange robot dog wasn't going around eating whatever it pleased. Simple, right? Nope. Far from it. Animal control took a while to get there. By the time they arrived, my neighbor had come home and disposed of the evidence. Hiding the dog somewhere in their home, the animal control officer apologized for the misunderstanding and left, leaving my neighbor on the front porch glaring in my direction. It appeared privacy meant nothing to the local authorities, just my luck. The days that followed were different. My neighbor's dog had sprung to life reactivated by the master, no doubt. They would walk their usual path around the cul-de-sac, but would not stop for small talk. I knew her dirty little secret, after all. I was no longer a friendly neighbor to, to be conversed with. Oh no, I was an enemy. A danger to this woman's unusual way of life. Even if I meant no harm to her or her strange choice of pet, she didn't seem it, to see it that way continued to to give me the cold shoulder for about a month and a half before finally speaking with me again on one of her daily strolls. Hey there. Hello. Everything all right? Just teaching. I'm ready to cook it on Saturday at noon. You're more than welcome to come. Strange. We weren't on speaking terms for over a month and now I was sitting invited over. Maybe this was or extending an olive branch in a way? Her way of saying, no hard feelings? Yeah, sure. I can make it. Sounds like a good time. Great. I'll add you to the list. As soon as she walked away, I felt the need to apologize, even if her dog was a weird cat-eating robot. Hey, about the animal control call? I just wanted to say, oh, don't worry about it. Water under the bridge. See you Saturday. She hurried off home, and that was it. Problem solved. Or so I thought. The night before the cookout, I couldn't sleep. I kept hearing what sounded like footsteps creeping around the perimeter of my house. Every time I got up to investigate, the sound ceased. And the coast appeared to be clear. It was either a prank at my expense or a burglar trying to take their sweet time to pull the trigger or ghosts roaming around in the night. Either way, it left me anxious, making sleep a distant dream just out of reach. During a particular loud set of steps, Footsteps, I raced downstairs just in time to catch four glowing dots peering through my living room window. This was enough to make the hairs on my neck stand straight up. Though so terrified, I was in the time grabbing a ball bat and storming out my front door with great would be intruders. I may be old, but I can still kick some ass when needed, especially when it involves crossing my property line. To my astonishment, my yard was empty. I covered every side of the house, only to find no one, not a soul in sight in any direction I looked. I don't care how fast you can sprint, nobody can have made it out of my eye in that short a period of time, even in those low light conditions. Baffled and even more anxious than before, I locked up every last door window in my home before crawling under the covers like a frightened child, scared of the mystery figures looking in the shadows. The footsteps dissipated over the course of the night, and as sun came up in the horizon, so did my fear. My waking nightmare had ended, but not for putting the worry sleep deprived frame of mind in its place. In a sluggish slur movement, I grudgedly made my way up to my neighbor's house around noon, ready as I would ever be for this neighborhood get together. and enough, there was no cars on the driveway. Aside from her own, I wonder if I got the wrong date, but after knocking on the door, she greeted me with a smile and rushed me into the house. We exchanged pleasantries, and she sat me down at the bar stool in the kitchen. After a few moments of awkward silence, I mustered up the courage to ask about the elephant in the room. So, where is everybody? You're already here, silly. I tilted my head, puzzled. What about everybody else? Oh, there's no one else. You're the only person I invited. All at once, the pieces clicked into place. I felt stupid for not realizing it sooner. with sudden kindness, the noise the night before. There was no cookout. There was never a cookout. I was in the middle of a trap, lured in largely due to my own idiosyncrasy I should have guessed that something sinister was going on the moment I unzipped the dog. So what happened now? I asked. You'll see. Just a tight. I quickly jumped from my chair and turned towards the door. In with human inhuman speed, she bolted in front of me with a large kitchen knife in hand. Not so fast. I stood still as stone, intimidated by her fluid motions and firm stance. We need to talk. About what? I knew exactly what. Don't play dumb with me. And that's what I noticed on her chest, peeking through the top of her blouse. I would have missed it in the sunlight coming through the window, not danced across its metal. She had a zipper too. Striking to my core with fear, my gaze was interrupted by an angry hand gesture. My eyes are up here. The moments that ensured are a bit fuzzy, but I could only guess that I was knocked out with chloroform as I awoke strapped to a chair in a new room. Given the staircase, I assumed I was in her basement, though this realization didn't help me any. I attempted to break free from my restraints, but was no use, unless she were to free her, free me herself. I was fastened to this chair for life. In absence of my roomability, I decided to give a place once over. The staircase was to my left, Concrete wall to my right, but directly in front of me, was a workstation, complete with a dozen computers. This is where my neighbor sat, a USB cord sneaking out from under her zip zip chest, typing away blinding rate. Her motives were still unclear to me. Though confined to the one view, I was able to turn my neck enough in both directions to form a decent picture of what was behind me. It was a wall of cages, each housing an identical copy of her dog. They didn't move, even the slightest. Likely just an animatronic as she was. What on God's green earth had I stumbled into? Just then, my neighbor ripped the zip cord from her chest and walked over to me. Ah, good, you're awake. Did you have a nice nap? I refused to reply, looked her up and down in disgust, trying to make out what this thing was speaking to me. What's the matter? Dog got your tongue. I remained silent and leave her taunting me. That's all right. You just need to listen. Sit tight. I'll be right back. She walked over to her workstation and grabbed something before reclaiming her spot in front of me. I worked too hard in this location to have you screwing things up upon me. Then again, it's my own fault. I was careless. I never should have left my core on the porch like that. I assumed she was talking about her dog. I want you to look at this. She placed the object at eye level. It was a badge of sorts, upon which was a logo that read synthetic tech. I'm an android. I work for a large company moving from location to location, gathering specific information that is crucial to our initiative. You can't know anything beyond that. Hell, we already know too far too much. I didn't notice it at first, but she seemed to keep playing with her zipper. God, I am so sick of fucking meat suit. Before my eyes, she removed her clothing and then zipped herself down to the groin. In the most unnatural way possible, she slid out of her own skin, revealing to me her true form. She was nothing but a pile of electronics pieced together in a human shape. It was a strange sight, but nauseating in every sense of the word. The way she moved and spoke was like a downright sickening. I can't say anymore, but I want you to know that our work is necessary. If you were to speak these truths to the world above, you'd be jeopardizing everything we've accomplished. You have to submit to our intentions and to see that they are just. I didn't know what to make of this. I simply looked away, wishing not to see her grotesque and animatronic face any longer. Unfortunately for me, she grabbed it and forced it in her direction anyway, a feeling of cold metal enveloping my jaw. You need to promise to me that you will submit. You will not tell anyone of this, do you understand? I'm not in agreement, but only because I wanted her hand off of my face. Lucky she let it go and backed away. Good. You know, we're not as bad as... When you get to know us, in a sense, we're just like you. Internally, I scuffed at the thought of this. I was nothing like her. And not just because of her parents. I was never one to go around kidnapping my neighbors, holding them captive in my basement, and just wasn't my cup of tea. Well, this is it. I need you to take over from here. Don't make the same mistake I did. bless you regret it for the rest of your life. This was the last thing she said to me, though I had no idea what any of it meant. I must have been knocked unconscious again, because the next thing I remember was waking up on her basement floor, no longer bound to the restraints. For one reason or another, she didn't kill me as a free man. Without warning, a group of trained operatives busted through the door and raced down to help me up. Are you all right? Yes, I'm fine. What's going on? I noticed a few of the men walked to the opposite side of the room to gather evidence. One guy ripped open a cage, grabbed one of the dogs, and zipped him, revealing that there was nothing but a howl carcass. They're empty, sir. A collection of shells. Just as I suspected. No matter. Lord them in the truck with the hard drives. Hopefully, she didn't wipe them before she left. I have. I must have looked completely bewildered, because the gentleman grabbed me by the shoulders and looked me straight in the eye. Everything's fine now. We've been on this woman's tail for a long time. We may not have captured her, but this is still a big win, and it's all thanks to you. I was still confused, but more relieved than ever. Are you sure you're all right? Do you need to ride to the hospital? I shook my head, not wishing to be poked and prodded after what I endured. I didn't trust doc- doctors much anyway. I just want to go home. Okay. Let me walk you to your house. I agreed, and we were off. I couldn't wait to get inside and put the whole deal behind me. That was a plan anyway. Whatever government official they were, the entire crew picked the place clean and left my neighborhood with a couple hours. And I had received a call from a statement regarding the situation. I obliged to ask some questions myself. Though the information was privileged, I guilted them into giving me some up some details, claiming I needed peace of mind so I could sleep at night. In fact. I was just a frail old man, helped too. It would seem my neighbor was a high-ranking disciple, In the android cult helped bent on infiltrating various government agencies. They were currently in the process of recruiting their members to aid in their cause. That's all I was told, which was more than I thought I'd get. This was enough to placate my curiosity and keep me from dwelling on the events as they unfolded. I thanked the man on the other end and hung up, content with my findings. After ending the call, I heard a knock on the front door. I didn't usually get visitors late at at night, but I just suspected it would be one of my neighbors asking about the sting operation that just took place next door. I opened the door, and to my surprise, there was no person to greet me. No, not a person. Instead, it was a dog, identical to my neighbors. Before I could pat, its arrival, it trotted inside and sat on the floor. A voice that emanated from its collar shut the door. I tested, the dog said, baffled and afraid. Hello, I'm serial number 74234. I will be your core companion on the journey to fulfillment. True adventures awaits. Would you like to begin your first task? I didn't know how to respond or on what God's name was happening but it was at that point that I felt an itch running up the length of my torso. It was subtle at first, but it grew to the point that I had to reach down my shirt and scratch it. That's when I felt a familiar metal caress my fingers. It took a moment for it to sink in, but I knew exactly what I was feeling. It was a zipper. So folks, that was um, author Christopher Maxim um, was called my neighbor's dog Had a zipper what well, do you think about it you think that in the near future we may have androids dressed as humans infiltrate our governments curious to know leave your comments in the comment section Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. Follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, feel free to email us at whattheparanormal77 at gmail.com. And I will see you another day. Don't forget to keep it ghosting.
1: If you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast, and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips, that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed, where you can edit um, record and upload um, you can throw in um, soundtracks you can I mean everything is there for you now I use it because like, it's user friendly and um, it is free and I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing. Now most platforms, you know, before you can even try it out, you need to sign up and pick a plan. I like Anchor because I don't have to go through any of that. So I recommend it. Now, if you really want to get into it, I recommend you going to your website, Anchor.fm. And, you know, signing up. Or you can download Anchor.fm from the Google Store, iTunes, um, and give it a try. So don't forget to go to Anchor.fm, sign up, and I'll see you all in the podcast community.